Hey guys, welcome back to Thick and Thin. We have another episode tonight. I don't know why I said we. I guess it is a we situation because you guys are in this journey with me, but I solely record these podcasts on my lonesome or on my on my own. I don't know why I just said lonesome. I don't feel lonesome right now, but uh, yeah, I sit down and I record these podcasts, basically like digital diary entries, I suppose, where I just talk about random stuff, things I'm thinking about, things I'm concerned with, just like really anything that I that I think about. So tonight's episode is no exception to the typical Thick and Thin podcast. Um, I saw this quote by F. Scott Fitzgerald. As you guys know, I'm a big literary buff, I guess you could say. Um, So I saw this quote floating around on one of the various like reading um, websites that I'm on constantly, which is nerdy, but like I, you know, whatever. I think a well-read person is a good person indeed. So anyway, I saw this quote and it said, I can't really describe how I feel but it's not quite right and it leaves me cold. F. Scott Fitzgerald. So saw that quote and instantly was flooded with so many different thoughts about, you know, the concept that we get into, you know, the concept we think about um, of just things not being quite right. You know, whether it be in a friendship, in a relationship, in a job, you know, the feeling when things just, you, you can't really put your finger on what it is or sometimes you can, but most of the times you can't. It's just a feeling and the feeling just isn't right. And, you know, you can relate this to so many different things, but, you know, personally for me, you know, recently I felt this very strongly in a relationship or I wouldn't call it a relationship. It was a dating encounter. You know, I go on a lot of dates to the city. I've been very, very much so putting myself out there, not really, you know, striving to like, you know, end all be all, get a boyfriend or anything of that nature. Yes, it'd be nice. But my my goal right now is just to experience all that this city has to offer. And the dating scene is something that's so interesting and electric here. So it's something I definitely wanted to get involved in. My friends are always pushing me to, you know, say yes and go. And I, I'm <laughs> one of those people that like dreads dates like no other. I'm like, okay, okay, how can I cancel on this? Just not because I'm not like into it, but I just have so many other things that I'm doing. Like I'm so busy and I'm like, do I really need to do this right now? And I'm also like, I talked about this last week. It's like, can I just like fast forward and see how it goes and see if I like want to make this time investment and go on this date? So that's how I feel a lot of times in terms of dating. And, you know, this past time when I was going on this date, you know, I, it was almost like I had too much time beforehand. Like he had, you know, set in stone the time that worked for him and like whatnot. We picked a place and everything. And then it was like five days had to go by before the date actually happened. And so in that five days, I did what any classic girl would do. And I did some extreme stalking. <laughs> like, okay, if you don't do this extreme like stalking method that like I do, I I mean, maybe you're normal, maybe I'm crazy, but like If I know the guy's first and last name, I am just like searching on all social media, just trying to figure out what he's like, who he's friends with, you know, like what kind of life he lives, does he care about Instagram, like things like that, just to kind of get my bearings and just kind of, you know, I don't know, prep myself for the actual date. So I was doing that, seemed so amazing. Like this guy just seemed like everything I wanted on paper and more. And to be honest, it was a really, really good first date. Like I don't have many like amazing first dates, but this was a, a really, really good first date, like one for the books. But I almost psyched myself out to the point where I kind of predicted down to a T what this guy was going to be like and what the date would be like and what we'd talk about and what I would, you know, talk about and such things like that. And so I almost kind of like predicted everything and like mapped it out, like how the date was going to go and how we were going to be as a, you know, as a, a couple, I guess, not a couple, as a, 
as two people going on a date. How about that? And I was thinking about it and I was naturally writing in my journal one night and I wrote down, I was like, you know, it's like when you don't know someone, they're a lot more interesting. You know, they're, they're so interesting. And, you know, the reason is it's because like, you know, they can be anything that you want them to be in that moment when you're like, you know, imagining how things are going to go. If you're imagining like meeting this person for the first time, because a lot of times we do meet people on social media these days and social media obviously only paints one part of the picture, like the full, you know, maybe a very small portion of the, the larger portrait of who they are. And so I think a lot of times we psych ourselves out you know, and this can be with friendships as well. Like I remember when I was initially going into college, I was, you know, doing all the research, trying to find a good roommate. Everyone was in a group and people were like creepily reaching out to each other, like on Facebook, people that look like they'd be a good roommate, you know, and it's almost like when we don't know the full story, everything is up to us and we can just completely decide that we know how people are going to be. And it's it's almost too, it's, it's almost like a downfall and to, our, to a fault, you know, because there is no way that any person can fully live up to everything that we, you know, kind of throw on them, <laughs> you know, in terms of our judgments and how we think they're going to be, you know, because before we meet them, like actually face to face, know them offline, you know, they can be anything in the world that we want them to be and when we meet them it almost kind of shatters that picture you know it's I wrote it down it's like when you know them there's limits to them you know there's limits to who they can be and who they are because let's be real no person no human is perfect there is just no such thing as a person that's going to live up to everything that we imagine for them and I I remember this being very real freshman year when I I ultimately did you know have a roommate and I I love my roommate like to this day we are still friends like and, and I think the, the thing that really shook me freshman year was I was just so expecting to walk into college and, you know, have a roommate that was my best friend. And I, like, had this, you know, this imaginative story in my head that, you know, at my wedding someday, like, my roommate from college would be one of my bridesmaids. And we would joke, like, oh, yeah, we were, you know, soulmates since freshman year, like, best friends. And, you know, going into college was a really scary time for me just because, you know, I had a really rough high school experience. And then also I was going into a school where I really didn't know anyone. And it was my my new chapter. And I was just so determined to make college the best four years ever, like my bitch. And as we discussed last week, you know, college has a lot of expectations, like the best four years. Is it really actually the best four years? I talked about that last week, if you guys are interested in more on that. But it was almost like I had already kind of set myself up to fail by imagining this roommate, this person, this perfect friendship. And ultimately, we weren't best friends. You know, we were roommates. We lived well together, but we did not hang out together, like aside from when we were going to bed or in our, you know, in our rooms at night and even in the the morning sometimes. But like we had our own friends. We made our own friends. Freshman year, I made a really poor choice in a friend, um, which I've also discussed in the podcast. And it was almost like I didn't have the roommate, you know, friendship going for me, like best friendship. Like we were, we were, we were cool. Okay. I like her. We're friends kind of like we're acquaintances online, but like we weren't what I wanted. And so I naturally was like, okay, well I have to compensate by making a friend ASAP. And my first friend Allegra was amazing, but as you guys know, she did transfer. So then I had to move on and make another friend ASAP because I couldn't be a loner. And I, you know, I, kind of concocted this idea that I wanted to be friends with this one girl and she kind of I think thought the same about me and ultimately we weren't you know meant to be as friends we really just did not mesh like I I really did not like who I was when I was friends with her and I just think guys that a lot of times we you know I've discussed this before it's like we have this idea of how we want our lives our life to be and we almost force 
you know, all of these these characters on people in our lives and we want these people to play the character exactly how you know we want the character to be played you know we, we kind of fill these roles it's almost like we're a casting director or something and we, we want this this girl to play the best friend role and be exactly like this I want my friendship to be like this I want my relationship to be like this and at a certain point in time you need to realize how absolutely stupid that is like how whoa what was that did you hear that probably I don't know what just, I think it was my candle. Oh my God, it just made the weirdest noise. Sorry. Okay, carrying on. Uh, despite my candle's indifference or whatever it was feeling when it needed to just scream out like that. I don't even know if you could probably even hear it, but like it made a very strange noise. I thought the world was ending. <laughs> I like jumped out of my chair. Anyway, you know, I've kind of, you know, hit this nail on the head, but like before you know someone, they can be anything you want them to be. And once you know them, once you meet them, you know, they become real. They have limits to them because humans, humans have limits, okay? And they're no longer a figment of your imagination and what you imagine for them to be. And before the date that I went on recently, you know, I had kind of imagined what I wanted this guy to be and I really wanted him to fit that role and I'm not saying that he doesn't but like I just I I walked out of that date thinking you know wow I I totally you know just kind of I just tried to steal the show from the real world from real life and how things are supposed to play out and I always wonder you know if I if I lived in a time without social media which is is not possible because I'm here now and this is all I got, you know, but like, I I just always wonder, you know, maybe things would be a lot simpler if I didn't have the resources to like do crazy stalking research and, you know, overthink based on what I've seen other people doing online, which isn't always real. And like, I just, I think that we live in a very interesting time where it's almost like every, all the resources, everything we need to like create these fantasies is right in front of us right at our fingertips right in our back pocket and so we almost feel like we have to do you know all the recon we have to do all the research we have to do that and you know I'm all about the concept of just like meeting someone out meeting someone on the street you know the classic New York City romance that you see on you know in movies and such you know but we do live in a society where we have things like hinge and instagram and such and that's that's how I met this guy I met him on instagram well he uh met me on instagram I guess he reached out to me and I was like oh like this is a great idea but also like I have your profile and I can like look at you um before we even meet which is just so interesting you know and you know the second date that we went on was a few days after the first date and I was just so on cloud nine after the first date like I just thought it was the most amazing date and it really was and let's be real like I've had a lot of just like not amazing first dates in New York so I was it was really refreshing to go on a really good first date and I told everyone I know like all my friends I told my parents because I was like talking to them and they're like what'd you do and I was like last night and I was like I was on a date and you know I was just telling everyone I'm like this is a really good first date this guy is really amazing like he is really really great and a few days went by we were talking like 24 7 texting I mean and we went on the second date and I'm not saying it was a bad date, it wasn't, but it was just not as good as the first date. And I don't know why, I think it was just kind of, it was just a feeling I got about it. I was just not vibing as much with the guy. He said some things and I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. There was just a few little moments where I was like, I just, I don't know. And, you know, after I I was like, I kind of chalked it up as like not a great date. But then I kind of, it kind of dawned on my, on my, on me, 
can I speak? It dawned on me that I'm being a little hard on myself and him because, you know, dating in general, before you really know a person, before you've really spent a lot of time with a person, it's just, it's going to be awkward, okay? Like, (laughs) there's just little moments here and there. It's like, oh, I'm talking to this guy. I really have to pee. Oh my God, how do I cut him off and tell him I have to go to the bathroom mid-conversation? Like, sorry, awkward. I totally was listening to what you were saying, but I really have to go. Like, that's an awkward thing. There's just like awkward, like the check situation, the going home situation. Like, do I, you know, say bye, hug bye and be like, okay, I'm going to call an Uber now. Like, it's just a lot of things that are just like awkward little dating nuances. And I I kind of chalked up the second date failure, or not failure, I don't want to say it's a failure, it was just kind of awkward, okay, and I can't really pinpoint it, and I don't want to get too specific and granular, but I just didn't, I wasn't sure how I felt about it, and I realized kind of afterwards that I think that a lot of the reason why I didn't think the second date was all that amazing was because I had gotten to really imagining this guy to the point where he didn't even exist as he does anymore and he was just this, he completely belonged to my imagination and I just went completely ham with it and just blew it out of proportion, blew him out of proportion and I almost set him him up to impossible hurdles, you know, impossible like things that he had to be you know and I think that that's a fault of me but I think a lot of people can feel that way and just feel kind of almost deflated when people don't live up to what we've decided they're going to be like and you know my my plan of action with this is I'm definitely going to not write this guy off and be like okay he's definitely not for me after one little weird date okay that's not how I am I'm definitely going to you know keep going and keep trying you know because ultimately he is a really great a really great guy like maybe he's not you know dating material but he could be a really good friend like I I really we have good conversations things like that maybe we're just not meant to be romantically you know involved and that's fine so I definitely do want to keep getting to know this guy and you know there can be a such thing as like a not great date in the mix of good dates like I fully believe that but you know I think that that it's it's good to also discuss you know the concept of when you're in deep like you're in a relationship or you're in a friendship with someone you're like you know friends with the roommate that you want to be like soulmate roommates with or whatever and you get to the point sometimes where you want something so bad you want something to work so bad that you almost kind of you kind of doctor the person that you're with to you know kind of imagine them better while you're like with them you know what I'm saying it's almost like you give them a lot of benefit where there isn't any it's like like yeah they're a great person like whatever but you kind of just you you kind of just spruce them up so much in your mind and you even to other people you'll tell someone like oh this guy is this this and this when maybe like he isn't fully that but you're like I want him to be this so I'm going to tell everyone that he is like this you know and it's almost like we kind of cloud our vision with what we want so badly and we almost just hope to God that the person will ultimately live up to the role of what you want them to be and this could be like futuristically thinking like you're with a guy you're dating someone and you're like oh like I really want you know to get married or soon or something I don't know something like that you have this like futuristic goal like oh I want to move in with him oh I want you know this this and this I want us to be official how about that okay so this is maybe more realistic to my age right now or where I am I'm at in life it's like I'm with a guy and I'm like okay like I really want us to be official and you know maybe this guy is literally giving all the signs to show that he's not going to be that for me but in my mind I'm like nope he's going to be that like I'm gonna you know imagine him 
as that person, even if I very damn well know that he's not going to be that way. And I think we kind of get sucked into this this fantasy land sometimes where, you know, we kind of have this little inkling that maybe something isn't right here. Maybe this isn't for the long haul. You know, maybe I'm friends with this person and they aren't all that I imagine in my head that they are. And sometimes, you know, we kind of get that reality snap where we're like, whoa, like the, the clouds have lifted and we've kind of realized that this person maybe isn't for us, but we're in so deep now that we don't know how to get out. And it's like we're in quicksand and we there's no vines nearby to grab onto. It's like, oh my God, like I am literally drowning in my own fantasy of what I thought this person was going to be. And, you know, I think that that's sometimes also a really, really tough spot that we get ourselves into, you know? And the thing is, it's like you got to just kind of adopt the mentality that, you're just doing the best you can, okay? You don't have to have this fully stacked, you know, cast of people in your life in this, the play that is your life, okay? The production, rather. It's like you don't need to have all of those gaps filled and I think that, you know, the, the gap-filling mentality is something I talk about so much on the podcast. It's like we we have this weird thought that we have to have all of these boxes checked. We have to have the best friend. We have to have the best, you know, the guy that we love and whatever and that fills all those those holes in us that we think we have. You know, and I kind of felt this early on this, this um, I guess I, I wouldn't call it, I guess it was the summer, but like post-grad life, I was really, really close with a lot of guys in college, like very, very close friends. And we all moved to the same city, um, girlfriends as well, but the guys kind of like oddly, we were just not that close anymore. And for a while, it was really, really bothering me that I didn't have this like close-knit group of guy friends that I used to have in college. And like, they're still here. They're just like focused on other things. A lot of them are taking like a, a law exam and like a lot of them are working crazy hours because we're all kind of slaves to our jobs, you know, the first year. And I got really, really upset thinking about the fact that I felt like there was this like, like there's this gap in the play. Like I, I was really expecting you know, post-grad, all of us to be like the cast of friends, you know, like we are going to be this close-knit group and it just is not seeming like that. Like, yes, I see them every once in a while, but we're not how I thought we were going to be. And it really, really like took me for a loop because my fantasy was shattered. And, you know, I think that at the end of the day, guys, like this is going to be my new mentality. I kind of was thinking about this. I wrote it down. I was like, this is going to be, you know, my new thing that I'm thinking about. It's like, do the best you can until you know better okay, with your life, you know, don't sit here and think of every way, you know, you want your life to be, like, whatever, blah, 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 like, you know, imagining everything, just do the best that you can, okay, take it day by day, I know people say that a lot, but, you know, do the best you can until you know better, you know, be with this person until you realize that maybe they aren't everything that you want, you know, maybe, to be honest, though, a little, little side note here, sometimes you know the best people in life for you aren't what you thought you wanted they're something else but they're something that you do you know vie with and you do need but when you know like fully in your heart that this person is not right you know whether it be a friend whether it be a boyfriend or someone you're dating or whatever you know do the best in that situation until you know better and when you know better do better okay and if that means you know being like I'm sorry this isn't working like we we you know can't be romantically involved but like we can be friends and I know that's like a really hard conversation to have but that is better if that is better for you you being friends with this person like you know whether they want to be your friend or not after maybe dating it's just kind of hard sometimes but like sometimes you have to be real with yourself and know that you aren't doing the best you can you know in this life by 
completely manufacturing an idea of how this other person needs to be to fit in your life you know and it's it's hard guys because sometimes you want something so badly to work you just want something so badly to exist you know in this this perfect way that your vision gets clouded and you know I saw this quote by Hemingway another one of my uh, writer bays and he said I wanted it so much I don't know why I wanted it so much and that could be about anything I don't really know what he was talking about in that but like it's almost like we we want this and we're like wait a second why do I want this again like who you know told me that I needed to be like this like why and it's almost like no one really tells us it's just something that we decide in our hearts needs to be there and it's something that we see online and you know in stories and movies and we're like we need this we need the best friend we need the friends dynamic of having guy friends and girlfriends you know in a group and we need the perfect boyfriend and the perfect dates and X, Y, and Z. But newsflash, that's just not how life always is. So switching gears super quick to introduce tonight's sponsor. Tonight's episode is sponsored by a company that I've recently fallen in love with. It's called Beauty by Design. I don't know about you guys, but I get very frustrated with skincare products these days because I try so many of them with very little result. A lot of times I fall for the pretty packaging and I don't really know if it's good for me. But guys, Beauty by Design, they just get me. They have totally helped me in so many ways find the products that I direly have needed for so long. Essentially, I've been texting, yes, texting a skincare expert that they've set up for me and they basically have answered all of my questions helped me find a regimen that works perfectly for me and in two minutes they were able to diagnose all of my problems and give me the products that will work for me all i had to do was send a makeup free selfie and just answer some of their questions that were very simple very time efficient and my skin expert d she's like my personal skin expert has been texting me helping me figure out everything that's in my price range all of that jazz and we've worked on a really great skin regimen for me and my dry skin skin because my skin is uncontrollably dry so she's been helping me find the products that pinpoint the specific problem areas I have and things like that also all the products are natural and cruelty free which is really really great Um, not to mention it's not a subscription service so you're not locked into any payments or anything like that it's super super honestly easy (laughs) so if you're like me and you've ever felt very overwhelmed by all the skincare products that are out there definitely try beauty by design they'll help you target your skin and figure out what you personally need not just what's out there and what looks pretty they actually help you with your skin's needs so to experience the world's most personalized skincare go to beautybydesign.com slash katie that's k-a-t-y and use the promo code katie k-a-t-y and first-time customers get 20 percent off that's beautybydesign dot com slash katie use the code katie to get 20 percent off and a big thank you to beauty by design for sponsoring tonight's episode and i think you know what people have a problem with is you know once they realize that all of this has been a figment of their imagination and they've somehow managed to you know clear out the things that aren't true in their life and kind of you know have almost like a blank slate if you will they get uncomfortable with the the lack you know the things that aren't there anymore and if this means like after a breakup or you know a friend breakup like friendship breakups are really real and once you just realize that you're kind of on your own so to speak even if you're not and you have other people but you kind of just get in this like you know what's it called like a a bubble of thinking that you're alone you know how do you carry on and I think that it's important to you know think about it like you know, that's, that's in the past. It's your past and you got to bury that past. You know, and I saw this quote, it's, it's, um, you know, bury your past, let flowers grow where you lay. You know, that was that, 
that story is closed. You know, I've talked about this before, the book analogy of like closing the book and now the flowers grow where, you know, there once was something and now it's just, it's done and you know yourself better than anyone and you know, you know, that that you're now doing the best that you can for yourself. And I always say this, you know, the Oprah quote that I can't get enough of, like, you know, be the driver of your life, you know, sit in the driver's seat of your own life. And I think that that's so relevant to this whole, you know, idea. It's like you, you're driving the car of your life, you know, into the direction that you choose. And I think that it's important that, you know, you get to the, the end of your life and look back and know that everything was so authentic and that, you know, you, you were just kind of just, you know, stumbling into every, you know, phase of your life and you weren't, you know, perfectly planning out and deciding, you know, exactly how this other person that you're going to be with is going to be like. And, you know, I think there's some beauty in knowing that, you know, that's what I want for myself and I have to just let myself or take a chill pill or something. You know, I don't know what it's going to take for me because I this is just how I am as a person. I'm going to always be a planner and going to be always someone that is always busy, always like thinking I'm on top of everything and have to do everything and whatever and this is how I am as a human being and like some people are like that, some people aren't. But I think it's going to, you know, be an ultimate breath of fresh air for me, just like a peace moment where I figure out that, you know, things are fine not being perfect and not being, you know, fully flawless. Like every date is going to be flawless because that's not true, you know. And I think when I meet the right person, you know, it's just going to feel right. Yes, of course, but there's also going to be moments where I'm tested. And I think that that is honestly, you know, a pillar of a good relationship is feeling like you are being somewhat tested in you know, yourself, just in your being. And that doesn't mean like you're fighting, you're like going through hard times, you know, you're you're constantly feeling like it's a push relationship, you know, whether it be a friend or with a guy or a girl or whatever. You know, I think it's it's almost like, you know, is the stress that I'm feeling in the relationship good stress? Like is it, maybe stress is the wrong word, but just like a, it, it's, you know, challenging, but like, a good challenging. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, it's almost like it's growing me because I think that there's, you know, no relationship is worth it if I don't feel like I'm growing in it. And I think, you know, I've been doing a really good job thus far in my life, knowing when things aren't right in certain regards, you know, in terms of friends, I've been really good at weeding out the ones that I know aren't right for me and know aren't making me a better person. And, you know, but the, I think I am kind of lacking in the relationship category just because I don't think I've had that many, um, lacking not in that category, but lacking in knowing when I need to, you know, get over my, um, my fantasy, you know? And I think that me, you know, going through with this, you know, relationship or this, this dating of this guy, even though it feels kind of uncomfortable, like maybe it doesn't feel like fully right but I'm also on the second date like can I I need to like give this a chance or else I'm not going to let myself live with it knowing that you know I felt one uncomfortable little date and that's going to be the end because you know yes it isn't a feeling but I think a feeling can also develop and I'm not going to like you know force myself to make this work so to speak but I'm going to give it a chance because I think that does show a sign of maturity you know and ultimately, guys, like you will find the right person. I think that this is something that I, I say a lot, but it's like someone will ache for you, okay? They will ache for your soul and you will wait for them, you know, and you will give that person your heart and you will not force, you know, it on someone that doesn't want it, okay? Because I think you'll know the ones that don't want it. Sometimes your mind decides to trick you and 
convince you that they do want it and that they are the right person but ultimately your heart and you know the truth you know when you're doing the best you can with what you've got and when you're not but I do think you know it's it's valid to remind yourself that it's okay you know when you get kind of lost in your fantasy world of what you want your life to be you know you just kind of it's okay you forgot who you were for a second there and welcome back okay you're back welcome back you get a fresh start whenever you want a fresh start I think that's the mistake that we make often we think that we're we're in too deep in this mistake or this life that we've you know made on mistakes and we think that you know we can't you know pave over that with good things and we think that that that's just how it is and how it was and there's no way for us to make good out of it you know that's like oftentimes our fear is talking and oftentimes we just get so hard on ourselves but it is important to remember that you know you can just sometimes you just forget who you are you forget what's important to you you forget you know that you want honesty and you want to be honest with yourself and you want everything about the relationships that you're in to be honest and to be you know genuinely good and not founded on fantasy and I think another mistake that we make is not letting ourselves you know grieve so to speak you know not letting ourselves feel even remotely sad over things that don't work you know even if it's something that we did kind of manufacture on our own and we were setting ourselves up for failure I think that you know we're allowed to let ourselves grieve the loss of you know what we thought was going to be something you know because when when the person you know doesn't fit the dream that we've concocted for them you know the person that we're with it's crushing okay it's a crushing feeling but I think I you know I know that when the right person comes along they will shatter this dream person mentality this dream that I have that I you know always just assume like a guy's gonna be or I hope to god the guy's gonna be like this dream person that I have in my head you know people always ask like oh what's your dream guy what's your type And I can't help but go into dates and think, oh, maybe this guy will finally fit my dream guy, my dream type, the dream mold. But the truth of the matter is, you know, this, the person that you're going to meet someday that's going to, you know, be the one is going to shatter all of this, you know, to the point where you don't even under, you don't even know what the mold was. You don't even know what the dream person was before them. And they will just, you know, be something that you didn't even see coming, you know, something that we didn't even know that we wanted. Oftentimes, a lot of times we think we know what we want, but we don't until we meet someone that shows us, no, this is what you want. This is the type of person you want. And maybe it's not, you know, the perfect, you know, you know, I don't know, well-rounded. I don't know. I don't want to like, you know, invent something here, even on the podcast, but like, you'll know, And it it might not look the way that you thought it was going to look, you know, because truthfully, like dream beings do not exist. I've talked about this a bunch already, but like, you know, people aren't without blemish. That's humanity. And I think that it's also important to remember that, you know, maybe I, I saw this quote from Rainbow Salt, my favorite Instagram girl ever, Bianca, if you're listening, I'm obsessed with you. Um... And she said, maybe right now your journey isn't about love. Maybe this season you're being challenged to be your own savior, your own savior, your own safe space. And I think that that really shook me because I think a lot of times, you know, I've discussed this a couple a couple of times. I think on forcing it and faking it. That was another episode. I talked about this in great great detail. Um, but I think a lot of times we have a knack for forcing things, forcing seasons of our lives to look a certain way and to play out a certain way. And that's just something that we we can't you know get too hung up on because you know the seasons the universe is going to play out how it plays out and I think the best thing that we can remember is to 
is to just do the best we can. As I mentioned before, you know, do the best you can until you know better. And then when you know better, do better. And that I could get tattooed on my forehead. I think it is my ultimate life mantra at this point in time. And I know we're only 30-ish minutes in, but I actually do have to go somewhere. Uh, and I totally miscalculated how long this would take me, guys. Like I always I always just you know get lost in the time. And I'm like, wait a second. I don't know why I thought a 45-minute podcast would take me 20 minutes. Like I'm ridiculous. Um, but I do have to go. But I thought this would be just a nice little Monday night episode to record for you guys. Um, And I hope you all enjoy this episode. Definitely give my other ones a listen if you are sad that this one's ending a little too early. Um, But I'm also actually planning on putting another episode up this week. This is kind of like a dual week. So it does kind of justify the episode being a little shorter. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope it made you kind of think about, you know, things. Think about the fantasies that you're putting up in your life and that you're inventing. Um, And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Until I talk to you guys next, bye.